Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 115. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 115 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. I love Parse. You love Parse. Parse chanced in Pittsburgh last night. A lot of Parse. There was actually a great uh, heckler in left field. Not like mean heckler, like a funny heckler. And he was on me about the coffee, about the podcast. His chirp, really good chirp in the first inning yesterday was... Ian, love the podcast. I put it on before I go to bed. I'm asleep in five minutes. That's just good. That's funny. Quality. I'm good, okay quality. With that. good quality. Good quality. You know what? Fun. Still counts as a listen. That's <laughs> what I said. Hope yeah, you, you said ha- thanks. Hope you downloaded it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Let's start by talking about Zach. You're in Boston. Yeah, I'm I'm in Boston with a with an asterisk next to it. Um in Boston, which is not the asterisk, but I'm not on the active roster, which is where the asterisk comes into play. Um, kind of on the taxi squad right now. They're just waiting for a few things. Um, I might could be on a plane back to Toledo tomorrow. So you just don't know. But and as you of might right be now, activated I, for the game tonight. It's a great point. But yeah, so like as of right now, I'm just in Boston. I'm uh, working out with the team and then becoming a Tigers fan. You got to watch the game from the stands. I family. did. Yeah, I watched the game. I had the I had the choice to go back to the hotel or watch the game, and I was like, you know what? I've never at I, I've been there, yeah. but huh? Yeah, right. At and I, like, seats were awesome. Place was absolutely packed, which was unbelievable. Monday night, and it's like basically sold out. And it was just cool to again, you know, sit and watch a big league game from the stands with you know just listening to those mean people. It's a fun venue to watch a game, huh? It's really cool. It's it's incredible. It's just different. Again, you know they say it about the Cubs, but it's even just walking around. It's just so old, but it's just everywhere you go, someone's wearing Red Sox stuff, and it's just like that. They're all just bought in. It's probably the most comparable to like the Wrigley Field experience. That's what I was talking. What I've heard. I was talking to former Mudhen Trace Thompson, former Cub. He was saying just like Fenway and Wrigley are just the two Maccas. Like, you can't beat Fenway. You can't beat a day game at Wrigley. You know what would be great, too? Is they got Rich Hill going tonight. That's a great matchup for you. I don't know. He likes that high fastball. That's a toughie. Get on top. Mm-hmm. No, you can get to the high fastball. Yeah, you got it. You'll be all right. I, try, I trust you. I Fun fact, my hotel room is, A, right next to the Whoop headquarters. We're not going to talk about that. But – Right below the Sitco sign, which is pretty cool. Ian, have you played? Have you played here before? I'm gonna be honest. You sent me that in our group text and said like, "How sick is this?" And I didn't understand what it was, so I didn't say anything. I don't get it. So it's like a pretty. I don't know if you have you heard of the Sitco sign in Boston. No. It's like a pretty famous. You can see it from the Green Monster. It's like this humongous Sitco sign. It's like a landmark. Put it this way. I tried to learn as least as I could about Boston growing up. I was a Yankees fan. I don't want anything to do with them. There you go. Ian, I did I did talk to your friend Kevin Millar yesterday. Uh, how was it? Did you, did you ask him about golf? I did. He's a beauty. We talked putting. He said he still can't putt. He said that you can hit the shit out of the ball, though. He uh, Once upon a time, he had the, the tailor-made spider, the blank head, and he started sharpening on different lines. To see if any of his combinations of lines could help him make putts. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. 
That's awesome. The self sharpie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was trying to talk through some grips. He's going with the claw right now. JY switched to the claw. Zach, he loves it. I did too, dude. I do it. I I love it. You're a claw guy. Yeah, just for shorter putts. I just take take the one hand out of it. Just guide it in there. Yeah. You should... I got the kind of Zalatoris going on when I get a close putt. What, Ooh. what happened to you being down the finger, like down the shaft onto the metal? I grew, I, I grew up. Yeah, it was kind of gross. I grew up. Um, U.S. Open. Tom's going to cut this, but really a great, a great U.S. Open, huh? I was pulling for a playoff so bad. I know. When Fitzpatrick went in the bunker, I was like, this is a lock. No, like, there's oh no way God. this guy's getting out of it. I let's oh, talk God. about the US Open and then I'm gonna tell you a story about the US Open at the end of this. I was well, I was also rooting for like a three-way playoff, would have been unbelievable. How about Scotty Scheffler being in every major? He's just in it, he's just in it. He's How about it. Willie Z being in every major? He's there too. That guy's literally one putt away every mat, every tournament. He's an every unbelievable one. ball striker. I, I was fired up. We were actually on the bus to the airport, um, kind of for the last couple holes, which stunk because I missed the. I probably missed the last three holes because we were headed to the airport. But and then we got on uh, the plane right as uh, Fitzpatrick was hugging people. I was like, bless it. But huge shout out for Bettinardi huge for them because Fitz is a Bettinardi guy rolling the rock and pretty, pretty awesome for them to have a U.S. Open champion. Dakota, what do you got? I, I have a Bettinardi putter cover given to me by you. It's the big league chew one. Yeah. Big league chew X Bettinardi. No. So what do you got? We got, here's my story. We get on our bus. We got two sleeper buses to Louisville yesterday. Perfect timing. I think Willie Z and them are on like 13, whole 13, maybe 14. We get 20 minutes in. There goes the power. We got no AC. We got no lights. TVs are out. All of a sudden, middle of the bus starts smoking. We got smoke coming out from under the sink. And we're like, hey, Mr. Bus Driver, the bus might be on fire. We'd like to get off. So Wait, we- it was smoking... It was smoking, not like, not like billowing smoke, like not a ton, but like there was smoke coming out from under the sink. And we're like, what is that? We're like, don't like that. Would love to get off now. Thanks. Meanwhile, there's no AC. So we're all sweating. It's like a hundred degrees. So we pull to a rest stop where then they're, uh, they find out we can't take this bus anymore. So we have to wait for a new bus to get there. When that new bus gets there, what do we have to do? Meanwhile, our original bus is pulling a trailer behind it with all of our Cubs gear. So the new bus gets there. We have to take all of the luggage off the bus and out of the trailer, put it on the new bus. Meanwhile, it's a hundred degrees outside and we're working like pack mules, just a line of us, 20 players lining up, passing bags, passing bags, passing bags, sweating. So we don't know what's going on in the U S open. Didn't get to watch it. We were too busy switching buses. Meanwhile, the new bus we got was not a sleeper bus. It was just a normal bus. Eight hours to go to Louisville. Let's do it. Oh, and that's that what we did. Is, we grinded. That's a grind. That's a that's a minor league grind. That's why there should be a documentary about a minor league season. Yes. It, it'd be incredible. Like, the documentary would be incredible. But the thing is, like, we all actually, like, people could have, like, been more pissed off. Like, we were all just, like – slap happy about it we're like whatever let's just do it and it was like it was kind of funny but it sounds like an episode of ted lasso yes it was like this is ridiculous we're dripping in sweat but it's kind of funny and you watch ted lasso big ted lasso guy 
great show. Oh, it's incredible. Incredible show. AJ told me yesterday that they're stopping production for season three, and I don't think I told him I don't think that's right. AJ who? Skipper. Never heard of he, him. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that it was him. He he probably has some inside info. Is he friends? Uh, no, I was doing anybody? some research last night. I didn't see anything. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna report back to him today and tell him that it was not real. Hmm. Maybe reach out to one of our one of our actor friends. See if you can see if you can figure yeah, it out. You you have an actor friend that you could reach out to. Yeah, I got a few friends. Got a few popular friends. guy. Ooh, also back to the US Open real quick. Friend of the pod, Joel Damon. Great tournament. Great tournament. Uh, I had a I had a few a few guys. Nick Hardy, Illinois uh, grad, Illinois golfer, uh, unbelievable Chicago guy. I played with golf with him once upon a time. He had a great week. Good for him. Obviously, a friend of the pod, Joel Damon. Great week. Bo Hossler, Bo Hossler, great week. So, what do you What do you think you're shooting on that course? Either hundred. Somebody asked me on the clubhouse. You're yeah, breaking hundred. I'm not breaking ninety. Yes, you are, dude. No, stop. Yes, you are. With how it's set up for that event, no chance. If you put me out there on Monday, hey, keep it the in the fairway. Out, put keep me out there on the Monday fairway. with no fans. Next day, I go play that golf course set up for them on Monday. I'm not breaking ninety. No, I think you're. I think you're wrong. I believe in you. Thanks. Appreciate it. I but shot a 93 you, yesterday. You hit, the ball, you hit the ball too well to not score. They, they were playing in some tough conditions. Um, we let's played talk a course about- yesterday that was basically the British Open. It was like the wide open, like hilly, and it was kind of crazy. Shot a 43 on the front, 49 on the back, kind of fell apart. <laughs> Yikes. Bless it. Uh, Dakota, you have some stuff for us this week, huh? What do you got? What do you got? Uh, the first thing I had was I did not see this, but my teammate told me about this because I was golfing. Sorry, I wasn't watching your game, but I heard you were attacked by a squirrel. There was a squirrel attack uh, in Pittsburgh. It was the squirrel came kind of from like I'm playing left field, right? The left field line in Pittsburgh, there's a tarp down the left field line. It kind of came in from the tarp area and was kind of just walking around fans saw it they get fired up people in pittsburgh are going crazy for the squirrel it kind of runs towards the infield and then it come and then it's kind of like mingling around so it's out there for like one batter right mm-hmm. and the fans are wee, wee. and then right next to batter comes up like second pitch there's a foul ball and the grounds crew at that point decides this is the time they're going to go get the squirrel so you got a guy with a bucket you got a guy with a net and maybe a, a third participant who is just chasing the thing. And this squirrel's got four legs. It's low to the ground, low center of gravity. It's moving. They have no chance to get this thing <laughs> but net or a bucket. And the, in Pittsburgh, they started playing like the circus music, you know, and they're chasing around. It was pretty funny. Eventually, it ran into the bullpen. And then the, I, they spent at least... 10, 15 minutes in the bullpen trying to get it, but the game resumed. Our bullpen or their bullpen? It was – well, they're kind of connected in Pittsburgh. There's like oh. – it's the Cubby bullpen in the front and then the Pirates bullpen in the back, just separated by a couple stairs. So it was – I think it was like under a bench in between. Um, so it was probably mayhem in the bullpen. So. Oh, mayhem, yeah. But it was – it was funny. It was funny. And it kind of it, – it messed us up because you Killian was he was kind of rolling okay, a couple guys walked a couple guys maybe one guy on base and then we gave up like three in that inning uh four are you sneaky i just checked your stats are you real sneaky hitting 290 right now i'm kind of doing it i'm kind of doing it. i didn't one know day, that one day at a Oof. time having some good at bats Oof. Yeah. uh 
my boy, Cam View, played at him at Michigan State. He uh, just got called up a couple days ago for the Pirates, so you might face him. The lefty? Yeah, he's a lefty. It's pretty good. Yeah, cool. they Pirates, decent, Pirates got a decent team. fastball. What'd you say? His fastball kind of plays up. Yeah, because he's like low three quarters, like kind of kind of nasty. Yeah. Michigan, yeah, State, Michigan State guy. Spartan. That's right. How we do it. Him versus Brando. Brando versus him. Hopefully they get in at the same time. There's a uh, Pirates have some sneaky good young talent coming up. Some good swings yesterday. O'Neill Cruz is up now, the shortstop for them. And they had a couple other guys that got caught up that were Is Dwayne still there? Dwayne is on the uh injured list. Is he? Zach, what do you got? Wait. Okay. Sorry. Go. Wait, go. Zach. Did you see that ball that O'Neill Cruz threw yesterday? How quick was that arm action? He didn't even like bring his arm back. Ninety-seven miles an hour. He didn't even. He like had it here and he just. Bro, that guy for six seven, however big he is, is one of the best movers I've ever seen in my life. There's a lot of tools there. He's also very fast, bro. He, what, him we... playing shortstop. Whenever you see a big shortstop, you're like, oh, I'm sure can't move. That guy can move and he can throw the rock. I, I hope he stays up there. We play Indy in two weeks. I don't I don't need him down here. Dude, he is he was hitting the loudest 200, 220 I've ever seen in my entire life when we were playing against him. Every ball he hit was over 110. Hit a homer at like 117. Hit one off the center field wall at Indy, which is huge, just like on a line the whole way, like 115. It was ridiculous. There's some serious tools there. That's insane. All right, Dakota, before we continue. This is the part of the podcast that is Dakota's plays of the week. That's not great, but it's brought to you by Athletic Greens. And I know that you love Athletic Greens. I do. I love them. Zach likes them too now. Zach, I got do. Them. I do. Do you do you put it in the in the shaker thing? Yeah, how I do, put it in the how do you how do you have your Athletic Greens? I just do water and Athletic Greens. That's all I do. In the in the shaker thing. Yep. Because they give you that in the package. What what all comes in the package? Uh, it's got the little dietary supplement thing too. I don't know if that comes in the like original like box. In the box, it comes with like the little container, and then you got your big uh, bag of Athletic Greens that you can pour into the container, make it easier to scoop. Scoop that right in there. Throw some water in there. Shake it up, and uh, tastes delicious. And with one scoop, you get seventy-five high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics. I love it. And they got little travel packs too. So you can carry them with you on the road. You don't have to carry like a big tub, carry your little shaker. You don't even need your shaker per se. You can just take a water bottle, take the travel pack, pour it in there, shake it up. That's what I do. Cause like if you have it on the bus or in the car, it's kind of tough to not spill it in the uh, shaker. So you take the yeah. travel pack. I just put it in a water bottle for the most part. Athleticgreens.com backslash compound free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Five free travel packs. Athleticgreens.com backslash compound. Dakota, what's your next thing? Um, I had on their Cubbies and their 10-game skid versus the Braves, who had won how many in a row when you guys beat them? 14? 15. 15. 15 in a row. Something I had to give there. Either Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Law of averages. Ever heard of them? Yeah. The, fan, the fans at Wrigley are unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're on a 10-game skid. We're struggling. Friday at Wrigley, fan, it's 40,000 people, and the fans are electric. Nothing, nothing game. We kind of we do some good baseball. VR gets on. He steals third. 
we get uh, steals third, we get a sack fly from morale. Fans go nuts, nuts, and we win that baseball game. It's a party, just all, just what a time at Wrigley Field for the people to be there supporting. Then we win the next day, and it was great. That was electric when VR slid into home and Willie's back there, like like telling him which way to slide, and it was electric. Yeah, fired up. People at Wrigley having a great time. We had forty thousand. On Saturday, we had 40,000 on Sunday. It was it was really cool. Kids are out of school now. Weather is nice. People are into it. People are into it. The coolest part is like when we usually, when you guys have day games and we have a night game, that's like when we do pitcher stretch. So like on the big screen and right center, they'll like put on your guys' game. So we're like just stretching, like not focused on stretching at all, just watching the game. Because Morel was up when we were stretching and we're like, come on, come on. That what guy is incredible. That. Yeah, great at that. He's an electric factory. I had no doubt that he was going to drive that. Like, there was never a doubt where I was like, ah, is he going to get the job done? I was like, I mean, he's going to – he's either going to get a hit or do what he did with a sack fly. Yeah. Two out of three from the Braves. It was a nice series for the Cubbies. A little tough one last night, but we got three more here in Pittsburgh to try to take a series. So, I'm Cubby. Um, Are the Guardians sneaky good? I haven't seen a lot of Guardians baseball this year, but talked to to Blake a little bit early in the year, and he was like, you know, we got some – we got some hitters. So he's like, we got some guys because he's a hitting coach there now. He was our assistant last year for the fans, for the viewers. Um, and he was like, no, we got some, we got some talent. We're, we're young, but like we got it a chance. And they've been really, really good. And my main point about the Guardians was you get to that ninth inning and it's over. Is, is oh. there less comfortable at bat than Class A? When I faced him last year, faced him once, I did. I, I will start. By saying I did get a hit a double off of him, but that was not the point. Oops. Okay? Whoops. <laughs> Sorry about it. So I'm up there, and again, first I'm the second hitter, and the first one, like first, I'm on deck, and I'm just like, I mean, this is this is different. One hundred one, and it says cutter on the board. You're like, mm-hmm. I mean, what are we? What am I supposed to do? First pitch like starts up and in, and I get out of the way, and it's almost a strike, and I'm like, bro, just get this at bat over with, put it in play maybe beat out a single or something. And like I foul the next or I swing and miss on the next one. It's like down and away and ends up like in the dirt. And I'm like, bro, what am I doing up at bat right now? <laughs> next one, I foul back to 102. And I'm like, he can come with anything right now. And I'm swinging at it. I'm sorry. And the next one, he hangs up. I'm just selling out. He hangs a slider. I'm like on my front foot like this and it ends up like hitting off a wall. And I'm getting to second. One of my good friends, Ernie Clement is at second base. And, like, I'm looking at him the whole way, running from first and second. We just look at each other. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Why would he throw me that? (laughs) Ernie's up, like, all year for them, too, huh? Yeah, he's just, like, the perfect kind of, like, come in the eighth or ninth, pinch run, play a great defense. And then if you need him to play, he'll give you a good A-B. Real quick on Class A, I do remember uh, facing him last – I didn't face him, but we played the Indians a couple times, and uh, Martini, like – Martini was up for time and all of his at bats were like pinch hit at bats against like disgusting relievers. And so like he gets his pinch hit at bat against class A, has a really good A B and ends up grounding out, like maybe an eight, nine pitch at bat, ends up grounding out and hitting the ball like really hard. <laughs> there we go. That's a that's a good one. Get this guy. Let's see if I can get him. It's <laughs> like see if I can get him three more times before the end of the series. This is great. And when we face them. It was when Karen Check and him were eight nine guys, 
So we played a doubleheader, and the second game starts at like 10.30 at night. And it's just the one that was a seven-inning doubleheader. Like, again, starts at 10.30. We end up not blowing them out, but I think we were up like eight to two or something. And I'm like to myself, I'm like, oh, man, you know, it's pretty nice. You're not going to face Karinchek or Class A today. Like, dope. And we see them as soon as this sixth inning comes up, you see Karen check in high. Like, okay, like whatever. And then you're like, all right, at least Class A is not coming in. You see him warming up, or you're just like, what? It's a sixth and seventh inning, and it's a blowout. Gotta get my only question, down. my only question about Class A, by no means am I saying it's easy to hit. But Zach, for you, is it a little bit more comfortable knowing that because he doesn't throw a two seam, right? Like everything's going away from you. Doesn't that make it a little like gives you a That's, little bit of help? Yeah. It, for sure, but then just at cut the same or slider, time, right? yeah. But then at the same time, it's like if he if you're selling out for a cutter, and like he throws the straight ball, you're like, I, it's you can't cover both. It's yeah. like yeah, some, I don't know. sometimes it takes off, and sometimes it like right, but yeah, like when it goes glove side, it's gonna pull. But like if he starts middle in, or you know, when you're, you're like, oh, it's gonna go away, and it doesn't, it's like a hundred just a straight ball. You're like, yeah, I mean. What am I supposed yeah, to do? That's what I mean. I'm not saying it's easy by any means. I just feel like as a runner, no, I, I totally, I, I, like it's not going to tail into you. So like if you see it start in middle, it's like, okay, it's either middle or it's away. Like it's not coming yeah. in. No. The Indians have I think done. I, I, could be, I could be wrong, but I think he might have start throwing a changeup now. Hmm. Jeez, that's not fair. The Indians have done a fantastic job Guardians. of developing pitching. Guardians. 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 My bad. Have done a fantastic job of developing pitching over the years. What else do you have, Dakota? You know who's done a fantastic job? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Is Mike Trout against the Mariners. I don't know if yeah. you guys have paid I saw attention. That. What, what was this? I saw he has how many homers against them? Some crazy I, I, number. I, he has five this year against them. They're in like a four-game series. He sees the ball well there, huh? He oh sees my the God. ball well everywhere, That's but true. especially there. That's true. Um, the next thing I had was this shout-out to Tom. Yankees get to 50 wins already. And I was just looking at this. They are one of two teams to have over 100 positive run differential. The only other team is the Dodgers at 114. The Yankees have a run differential of 145. Is that that is insane. Shout out Tony Riz, 19th homer last night. He's got 49 RBIs. He's already got 19. He loves it. it. He loves the short porch. Tom loves him. Yeah, yeah, he's on pace to hit 45, which is pretty good, I would say. I mean, you got him with Judge and Stanton, and that's just—I mean, that's that's just unfair. It's not fair. It's a it's a very interesting mix because I think kind of the the knock on the Yanks in years past was they they had the lineup, but they kind of sacrificed that for a little bit of defense. And you know, the two catchers they have now are defense first. They're been really really good back there defensively Trevino's hit really well I think um the uh when we played the other guy it was getting hot and then um Kalefa at short has been he's obviously a gold glover and been unbelievable like they're they're a really complete team pitching's been outstanding for them um how's the vibe in New York right now people excited people excited about the Yanks it's one of those things like Sunday we were doing, we had a floor hockey tournament. So a lot of us were together as that game was going on and they go up big early and then they blow it. And that's a game that can, you know, Sunday you, you lose that, you win the series, but it's kind of a hangover. You're like, oh man, that sucks. Like we should have won that game. And it really wasn't that atmosphere with the Yankees at all. Cause it's like, Hey, they're just going to go out and win tomorrow. Like 
you can't win. You're not going to go 145 and 16 or whatever they were. And it feels like any game, like last night, they were up 2-0. Clay Holmes had thrown 31 consecutive uh, scoreless innings, which broke Mariano Rivera's record for the Yankees, which is, you know, pretty good. Uh, and he gave up That's some runs last night, tied it at two. And you're like, oh, they'll figure it out. Trevino, sacrifice fly. Aaron Hicks, he's now heating up. It, it's kind of incredible. They, everyone seems to be hitting all of a sudden all at once now. And it, if you guys, if you get guys like Hicks going, I, I don't know how you, you you face that lineup. It's a really difficult lineup. Does uh, Severino starts for them, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're starters well, right now. Someone put up the other day that their starters have a better line cumulatively than Robbie Ray had last season as the Cy Young winner. Like Robbie Ray had a 285, and they were at like 282 as a staff. I mean, Nestor Cortez Jr. is like the probably going to start the All Star game right now. He's got like a 1 9. It's insane. Well, that's what I was going to say. Severino is, is one of their stars with Tyon, Montgomery, Cortez, and Cole. Severino has a 106 whip, and that's the worst whip on the starting staff. He allows one base runner an inning, and that's the worst on the staff. And that's an incredible whip yeah. for a starting pitcher. Yeah, they, you know it's uh, going to be wild, too, when Ian and Contreras are like a package deal probably in a few weeks. Up. to be Yeah, the people were pissed about that when we said that last week. The uh, <laughs> their team their team is very very complete and it is it's like it there's um that momentum of like when you're rolling as a team and you have that confidence of even if you get down that you're gonna come back like there's those guys don't ever feel like they're gonna lose a baseball game when they walk to the park and that is a heck of a feeling. Well, and then just for fun they said let's just go ahead and sign Matt Carpenter. That guy's got some experience winning ball games. Like sure, let's just throw him into the mix and he's he's got a slugging of eight. He's only played 12 games, but he's got a slugging of 871, a little 1200 OPS. That's pretty good. Just hits homers every time he plays. Yeah. It's incredible. And, and Glaber all of a sudden, I mean, he's been kind of struggling the last couple of years he's kind of refound his form playing second base now he's got a bunch of homers i mean everyone who's in the lineup every day i mean they have issues like carpenter as you said he's got a one dot ops he can't get in the lineup he can only pinch hit and get in like once a week it's incredible what else is on your list dakota um the only other thing i had was the machado injury he uh let's, yeah let's talk about that but before we talk about it let's talk about manscaped Let's talk about the Platinum Package 4.0. It's the leader in below-the-waist grooming. And you know that if you go to uh, manscaped.com and use code COMPOUND, 20% off plus free shipping, code COMPOUND. This isn't a backslash. This is manscaped.com. Go in there, little promo code COMPOUND. 20% off plus free shipping. I know you like the Lawnmower 4.0 with the light. That's right. It's awesome. And plus, you get all kinds of stuff. Body wash, you get uh, shampoo, conditioner, deodorant anti-chafing boxers zach loves the boxers yeah they're great i have two pair of them now you don't chafe in them do you no god no 20 percent off and free shipping code compound manscaped.com anything else you guys want to say about manscaped i love it best out there best in, best in the business uh all right what's your oh machado oh i i saw though it, it looked like when you see the play, it looked like it was like, uh oh, that looks bad. That's what we were talking about in the locker room. It's like, how is that only a sprain? Yeah. You got you got lucky. 
Negative X-ray was huge. That's uh, that looked really gross. He, I was just saying this when we played him because we just they were just in at Rigney. He does such a good job of managing his effort level throughout the season because he's out there every day. Mm-hmm. He plays 160 games. He does he really? Oh yeah, he's out there every wow. single day, and he doesn't. And he doesn't come out like they were blowing us out, and he was in the game. He, I don't know that he came out of any of the games, and they, they, you know, they swept us, and they were up big a couple times, and he's still in there, still going. But he does such a good job of managing his effort level down to. And fans, you know, some people will say like, "Oh, he didn't run hard down the line," but the guy's going to be in there for 160 games, and it's such a benefit to your team to have him there every day as opposed to him beating out one single or like making it a single, you know, you're out by half step in the big leagues every time, no matter how hard you run. So like, I mean, you saw that with the O'Neill Cruz play. Yeah. You're out. Like it's a, they're going to find a way. Everybody has great internal clocks. Like you're out. There are situations where you like man on third, you're trying to beat out a double play. Like there's times when you really bust it, but like he does such a good job of like, that effort level yeah last five years 153 games played all 60 in 2020 156 the year before and then 162 last that's, year. that's really impressive He's and honestly people people don't understand like managers in front office it's like they don't tell you to dog it but they're like hey if you hit a ball 110 at the shortstop hey we we would and there's nobody on in the third inning hey we might chalk this one up as a loss yeah okay like don't try to blow out trying to get a single when you're out by 30 feet. And that's what, like, some fans will see it and get pissed, but it's, like, over the longevity of a season, like, sometimes you just take your medicine. It's like, okay, you're out. Like, why blow a hammy trying to beat out a ball you're going to be out on? Like like you said, like, if it's a diving plane in the sixth hole and you can beat that out for a single, okay. But, like, if it's a routine grounder to second base, it's okay to job. Like, there's no point in trying to hurt yourself. I'm pretty sure this is a situation where there was a run on the line and he was – trying to beat out the play for the RBI, for the run, for the team. And really unfortunate what happened. But, you know, you pick your spots to do that. And, like, the guys that play every single day, they do a really good job of running 80% down the line. You know, you're out by a step or a step and a half or whatever it is. And then if the guy bobbles the ball, if it's a pick that's missed, you know, you're still stepping on the base and giving good effort. But it does wear on you doing that over the course of a season. And, yeah, it's those little things where, like, if your guy gets hurt um, and everybody has great internal clocks in the big leagues and you're out by half step every single time. Last thing I had before Sloan screen time was the Warriors winning the title and just being incredible. I don't know who you guys were rooting for, but to see Steph get the finals MVP win without – uh, Katie kind of like he's already the best shooter of all time and the legacy and whatever, but like that's like some serious legacy points, really. Cool. And like they sucked. Well, they didn't make the playoffs last year or the bubble or the uh, the play in mm-hmm. the year before they were brutal and they kept saying, like, hey, just wait till wait till next year. And everyone's like, bro, like you guys aren't doing it again. The window's closed, like whatever. And I think that's why they were so emotional about it was because like how hard they worked for the last two or three years when they were at the peak. And then now they, they sucked. And now they're like, Hey, we're still every, really good. And everyone was, was telling them like, you guys are done. Like that's it for the right. war. It's like the dynasty's over. And they're like, is it, is it really there? Steve Kerr, ninth ring. Good. 
there was injuries, right? Like Steph was hurt one year, and then Clay blew out, so he was hurt for. Clay's like, been hurt for two years. Years, yeah. So to have them all back together, also think, uh, just I don't watch a lot of basketball, but like watching Draymond Green like push the ball up the court and facilitate from that spot is like it's a fascinating it's, you know, like that's just what the Spartans do. It's what the Spartans, Spartans do. You know, we do what it takes to win. Here's my Dakota. You're a huge Draymond guy, aren't you? Um, I'm a Spartan fan. I'm a I'm a fan of any Spartan. Let me let me say one <clears throat> one more basketball thing. Big basketball guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they throughout the course of a series and like Draymond's, he's aggressive. You know, he's in there chirping. They're chirping. They're angry at each other. They're pushing each other. They're mad. All series. Mm-hmm. And then when the series is over, a lot of love. Yeah. And that's that's basketball. Bro. That's got to be bas. I'm not a basketball guy. Never really played the game. That's got to be a basketball thing. Crazy. Dude. I saw Crazy. I saw a tweet like that where someone was like, "These guys talk all this shit throughout a series, and then at the end they still dap up." Like, what is that? It's like, yeah, that's mutual respect. Like, you talk shit in the heat of the moment, but like at the end of the day, like Draymond Green respects Jason Tatum. He respects Jalen Brown. Like Marcus Smart. Like he knows how good they are. Boxers and fighters hug after every fight exactly like you just went in there and tried to kill each other and at the end you're dapping up and hugging it's like that's pretty crazy it's a great point let's uh get into our sloan screen time zach's gotta uh swing the bat um we're gonna do yesterday's mm-hmm. yesterday mondays i got four hours and 15 minutes four hours and 54 minutes sorry Four seventeen uh, for me. It's a four seventeen Sloan screen time. Sloan, if you need uh, flushers, if you need faucets, big into Sloan. Happy fiftieth birthday to Jim Allen from Sloan. Just had his fiftieth. What do you got? That baby Jim. Zach, that boy what, James. Zach, what was yours? Four fifty four. Four thirty one. Let's go. An hour of it was TikTok. <laughs> oh, love that. Tom. Five forty two. Oh, let's go. Tom, you got some reasonable screen time. I think he's on the computer a lot. Let's check his computer screen time. Yeah. No, that's like Dakota. That's like Dakota's PlayStation. No, I don't think so. No. no that's all different. right. I need to go. I am sorry. Thank you. Hey, you I have a great day, all right? Hey. All right. Go, go get, get him. him ZS59. Yeah. Uh, that was Sloan screen time. Anything else you want to cover real quick before we let the people go? That was all I had uh, for notes. I, I'll take more notes again this week and be ready for next week. I'll be in Boston tomorrow, so I want to see ZS59 lineup. Can we get that happening? That's, that's, right. that's what I want. I got I got some people going with me. We're going to hold up Zach signs like we're ready. We just need him to be in the lineup now. Go. Tom, I want you out front of Fenway with uh, like a piece of cardboard that says get ZS59 in lineup. I want you rallying a parade out front. To get back in there. All right, we're going to do it. That's episode 115. And that's presented by Parse Rum. Remember your Parse. Have a little rum drink. It's it's that time of year. It's the summer. Have a little pina colada. Have yourself a little Parse. All right? Tastes good in the sun. Tastes good in the sun. See you next week. We we should have a guest sometime. Okay, but we'll see you next week. Yeah, eventually. Next week. Next week.